You're listening to the Moms Working Overtime podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas in waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community, support, and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Welcome back to the Moms Working Overtime podcast. Welcome to your pep talk, Mama. I hope that you are exactly where you need to be today with this message. Man, I have to tell you all, it has been an insane week. The day that I'm recording this, we have some contract work being done at our house, and I work from home. This is my hub. This is where my microphone is at, my camera. Everything that I do is within the open concept space of our house. And so I've been displaced to give the contractor some room to just get done what he needs to get done. And we're so appreciative and so ready to have our home completely finished. It's been about 10 to 11 months of complete renovation of our home. And so you can imagine, I'm ready to be done. But it's been an interesting week trying to work and find places to work. And I have just a little bit of time in my home office today where I'm doing some recording and I'm super excited about this episode. Today, your pep talk is about permission to dream. This is one that I think as moms, we need to hear so often just to remind us that while motherhood is all-consuming, motherhood is a ministry, motherhood is a sacrifice, we also are a person separate from motherhood. (laughs) I think we forget that all the time. Why do we as moms feel like in this role when it's so consuming and it is defining us, why do we feel like we need permission to dream certain things for ourselves? We feel like we need permission from our friends and our family, permission from our spouses, permission from social media, permission from society. Girlfriend, here today on the podcast, I will be reminding you constantly that you can do anything you set your mind to. Is it cheesy? Maybe. Is it true? Absolutely. I always laugh when I see that post on social media. I hope you know what I'm talking about because it'll make this funnier. It says something along the lines of, do people's husbands actually tell them no? Because I could come home with, and then they insert these crazy animals or ideas, and my husband would say, well, this is incredibly inconvenient, but I guess I'll start building an aquarium. (laughs) That's my husband, okay? We are dreamers, and I'm here to share with you a little bit of that dreamer mentality and just remind you that anything is possible. I mean, really, that's how confident we should be with how we attack every single dream for our life. Make it happen, sis. It is simple as that. And this is my one request because I know that it's not easy, and I'm not gonna promise you it's easy when I talk to you about dreaming today, but don't give up on yourself while you build, And this is what I mean whenever I say that. Some dreams, many dreams, do not come to life right away. I'm going to tell you a little story about my path to this dream, because just so you know, you are sitting on the other end of my dream right now. You're listening to a piece of my dream. Podcasting 
If you would have told Elena of five years ago that I would have a podcast and be running my own business centered around helping moms, I would have literally told you you were insane. I want to tell you a little bit about my path to this dream, this dream that I'm finally living, talking to you all through this microphone, helping moms show up as their better selves. So before leaving my healthcare career in 2020, I invested a full year, that full year prior while I was still working healthcare into learning as much as I could about nutrition and exercise programming. What made me so passionate about that as a little backstory is what I felt like I was doing in healthcare was just being so reactive to all of these health conditions, these chronic conditions, this chronic pain, all the pharmaceuticals that were being used to just put a Band-Aid on all these conditions. And I felt so reactive. And what I realized through the little bit, like tiny, tiny bit that I had learned about exercise and nutrition is that we could be more proactive earlier in life, learn better habits to reduce a lot of these complications, conditions, and pain to not even put people in the position where they needed all of that healthcare. And so I got more passionate about the proactive side of things. I studied nutrition and exercise programming in the evenings, on the weekends. I ran a side business that, honestly, my husband and I still joke about those days. I would work on my side business until 1 a.m. I'm talking multiple nights a week. And I didn't even know where it was taking me. I just put my head down and kept going. And I trusted the process that I felt really passionate about learning about these topics. And I thought, even if I stayed in healthcare, I thought this is going to help me show up as a better practitioner. So the way that this path ended up is I landed a career in the nutrition industry. And again, I had no idea where it would take me. It was something that I know many of my family and friends thought made no sense. And it didn't. Looking back, I don't blame anyone for thinking it made no sense. But I knew that the life I wanted wasn't going to be achieved through my healthcare career. So I just kept putting my head down, trusting the process, learning as much as I could, being a sponge at every opportunity. And if I'm being honest, I'll say this in the most humble way possible. I really, by just being a sponge and being humble that way, that was what gave me the opportunities to work my way up the ladder in that career. But working my way up still didn't feel right. My gut still said, and you might be feeling this, mama, and where you're at in your own life, my gut still said, you're settling. My heart still told me, this is not where you are supposed to be. Because you see what happens when you aren't where you're supposed to be is at first you fight it. You try to convince yourself. I've worked so hard for this. Everything I've done has led up to this. I'm comfortable. I'm safe. I have a salary. We have benefits. You convince yourself that you're where you're supposed to be even when your head and your heart tell you every single day, this isn't it, sis. I made a vision board years ago Great idea if you're someone who feels like you're at a crossroads or feels unsettled in your life, and we're going to talk about this a lot. It really puts your dreams in perspective. It puts them in a tangible form right in front of your eyes. And my vision board had a few different things on it. It had a modest modest home, a little bit of a farmhouse look. My husband probably would lean towards more of a modern look, but we meet in the middle because I love just that farmhouse classic look. I knew I wanted a four-bedroom house because I wanted to have a lot of kids. And I had a silhouette of a family photo. It's a family on the beach. It's just a silhouette photo. I can still see it on my vision board. And they had three kids because in my heart, I just thought, man, if I could just be blessed with three children, children, that would be the life. 
I also had a landscape photo of an open field because I knew we were living in the city at the time and I knew eventually I wanted open space again. I had some home gym pictures because I knew my future of becoming a mom, if I was blessed with that, I would have to pursue a lot of my exercise, fitness, health goals from the comfort of our own home. And a home gym was super important to me. And I had a simple phrase on my vision board and it said, perform a random act of kindness every day because One of the, if not the only driving factor in my desire to be financially successful is because of my desire to be able to take care of others and honestly take care of them in a way where they never even know I did it. Those those completely anonymous random acts of kindness are a driving force in my own career development, my own business development. So keep in mind when I tell you the next key piece of this story, keep that vision board in mind. I'm almost done here, I promise. In my past career, I would sit in meeting after meeting after meeting, surrounded by very high performers, surrounded by very successful people, hearing about the success that I could have in the future, the money I could make, the fancy cars I could afford, the massive house I could live in, the expensive trips I could take. And I realized it finally clicked for me. I realized that when I looked at my own vision, motherhood and a simple life and a modest home and an open field, driving my same car for all I care. The thing's a decade old. It has no extra features. I don't care. When I looked around me and I looked back at that vision, I realized I don't want what they want. And I didn't belong. And no matter how much I tried to convince myself with all of those things, I didn't belong. What I wanted most was the freedom and the flexibility to be a mom, to drop everything for my kids at any point in time when needed. And no matter how hard I worked, I was never going to find that there. Every single one of you listening today craves something different. I get to hear so many incredible visions by working with different mamas. I work with amazing moms in my one-on-one coaching who love their career and love pursuing a life for their family through that. And it just sets my soul on fire to hear them talk about it. I work with moms who crave the most simple life possible. They want to move into a 750 square foot home or live in an RV, just have some land, grow their own food, homeschool their children. I think that's incredible too. I work with moms who just want more time with their kids and they don't care what the circumstances are. I work with moms that only want a career where they don't have to ask permission to step out of work for a holiday school party or for sick days. There's moms that are ready to step into that boss mom era. They just want to build an empire from the ground up with their babies in their lap. Whatever it is, everyone listening to this today has a dream, has a vision. But what I want to talk to you about today is taking the first step. Because you see, when I started doing those things years ago, I didn't even know where my path was leading me. When I started studying nutrition and exercise, I thought, man, I'm doing all this. It could mean nothing. I didn't know where my path was leading me when I took a job in a new career, in a new category. I didn't even know 100% where my path was leading me when I gave my two weeks notice, you guys. But I did know that every single bit of work had stacked one small win on top of another to help me create at least an opportunity to try and an opportunity to build a life that was a dream I knew could not only exist in my head. Because that's what happens is you have a dream right now for your life, for your family, and you're letting it exist in your head. 
What you need to know is that you're not going to wake up tomorrow and turn your life upside down and immediately find this life as a mom that just fits your vision perfectly. The overnight successes, in my opinion, are just a bit of a scam. I'm not going to sell you on that. I'm not going to promise you that you can listen to this podcast and leave and feel so motivated and change your life in a week or a month or that one career change is going to be all the difference for you, not even in a few months maybe. It starts with just pursuing small goals that push you outside of your comfort zone. Building your confidence, winning in your personal discipline, learning something new, finding a mentor that's in that area that maybe you're interested in. It could be something as simple as deciding you're going to release the drama from your life and zone in your focus on what you actually want. What kind of life do you want, mama? Today, I'm going to give you five action steps to making this dream a reality. Five things that you can tangibly do that I've learned that you can apply to your own life. Step one, you have to cast a vision. How are you going to get anywhere if you don't even know where you want to go? That would be like getting in a car and starting to drive, not really knowing if you want to end up at the beach or the mountains and the country or the city, just mindlessly driving, which is probably how, if I had to guess, as a mom, you're living your life most days. You wake up, you go through the motions, you operate on your endless to-do list, rush from place to place that's scheduled on your calendar, you go to bed and get up and do it all over again. Vision gives you a destination in mind. It helps you to manifest what you actually want in your life. Even if you don't know what you want to do specifically, you can still visualize the type of life that you want to create on that path. So think about it this way. What kind of schedule do you want, mama? Do you want to work for someone? Do you want to be your own boss? Is traveling and the flexibility to be in any location important to you? Do you want to be around people all the time? Go into an office, work around people, or is doing something from home most ideal? What kind of marriage or relationship do you want to have? Where would you like to live? What kind of house would you like to live in? What hobbies would you love to have part of your day? What is most important to you when it comes to the childhood you create for your children? How much time do you want with your children? What time would you wake up in the morning? What would your day-to-day even look like? What would your schedule be? Visualize that perfect life. That's something that I did. I casted my vision down to every minute detail and decided one day I just had enough. I decided I was going to start taking action towards the things that supported that vision and I was going to start saying no to the things that didn't, which yes, is incredibly difficult. But we've talked about how powerful the word no is on lots of other pep talks in this podcast. Step two, figure out who you need to be as a person that lives that life that you want so badly and start showing up as her. I like to say or describe this as you're acting as if. That vision you created, what kind of mom, what kind of woman lives that life? Start being her. Does she make dinner for her family every night and prioritize sitting around the table having conversation? Does she follow a budget and practice discipline with her finances, choosing a less materialistic life? Okay, then stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Does she prioritize her health, exercise, and eat well, take care of herself? Then make steps towards that. Does she have a loving marriage? Then work on improving yours. 
If you want to be a person who spends more time outside grounding and reflecting, then get outside. If you want to be someone that wakes up early and works on personal development, start setting that alarm 15 minutes earlier. If you want to be someone who releases that fear of worrying about everyone else's opinions, then you need to practice releasing that fear and understand that everyone else's opinion is none of your business. Let go of your fear and just do the dang thing. Whatever that version of you that you'll need to be in order to make this dream a reality, you got to start showing up as her. That's step two. Step three is to start making deposits. If you view your life every single day on this earth that you're given, every single decision and opportunity that you have as either an investment or a withdrawal, you'll start to become more aware of opportunities that you have to make investments and you're going to become more aware of opportunities you have to turn down withdrawals. This requires you to start stacking small wins just through your daily habits, through the way that you show up, like we just talked about in step two, through the way that you choose relationships in your life, friendships in your life, the way that you invest in your future, saying no to the things that are absolutely draining you cutting out drama, arguments, gossip, stepping away from social media, all of these things, these little choices that you make, they are either an investment, a deposit, or they are a withdrawal. And if you start choosing those small things that are investments towards the life that you actually want to live, you'll look back over time and just think, holy cow, how did I even get here? Because that's how I feel sometimes. How did I even get here? But then I look back and I see all these tiny little deposits that I made over and over and over again. And you just gain this strong understanding that every single thing I do in my life, every single thing you do in your life is either going to take you one step closer to the vision or one step further from the vision. You can decide. But every day that passes, you either gain or lose an opportunity. Step four, set short-term goals on the path to making your vision your reality. Because as you start to narrow in on this person that you want to be, how this person needs to show up every single day, the things that support that, you have to set some small goals. And this could be something as simple as reading a few books in an area that you're interested in, like homeschooling or homesteading or digital marketing, entrepreneurship. This could be something as simple as just starting to read about it and consume more content in that in that space. It could be pursuing a certification. It could be launching a social media page that's just in your niche category. But set a goal for something small because these are going to keep you going. There's going to be so many days when you want to give up on your vision or you're going to try to convince yourself that it's not possible or that you're crazy. And someone might tell you you're crazy. But achieving these short-term goals on the path to the life that you actually want is what's going to keep you going, what's going to build your confidence, and is what is going to empower you to say, I don't care if you think it won't work because I know it can. That happens when you stack small wins through short-term goals. Step five, last step, speak it into existence. I realized, first of all, I stopped caring what people thought. That's a that's a really important thing. I know we talked about that in earlier steps, but I stopped caring about what people thought and I realized how important it was 
to tell the people that I loved, that loved me, the the people that were in my core, in my life, I started to tell them about this vision and how everything I was going to do in my life was in the pursuit of creating something that allowed me to put motherhood first whenever I wanted. Because being a mom, being a super present mom, being someone that helped other moms, I've known for a really long time that that was my calling. I've known for a really long time that this is my wheelhouse and I'm so passionate about this. And I knew that this time was going to be really precious to me because of how long I've wanted it. And I was determined to do it right. So everything I've done in the past four to five years has been with this in mind, way before I even met the right person to build this life with, way before we conceived, way before I held that first little baby in my arms. But I spoke it into existence in lots and lots of conversations where people probably thought I was crazy. This brings a layer of accountability because you remember we talked in step two about starting to show up as the person that you'll need to be to make that vision a reality. Well, that person that you'll need to be, she does what she says she's going to do, guaranteed, without a doubt. So if you tell someone, hey, I'm working on building this life for myself. This is what I'm going to make happen for me, for our family. Then you better do it. Because remember, you're starting to show up as the woman that makes those things happen. And speaking it out into the universe, I firmly believe this. I think it's very powerful when you put it out there. You give the universe, you give the world, you give the people that care about you a chance to support that vision, to hold you accountable, and to send opportunities your way. Because you never know who you might network with, who you might get into a conversation with about this, who can somehow accelerate or support that vision for you and help you create that dream. And my reminder with these five steps. So mama, you're going to dream for yourself. After you listen to this podcast, I want you to sit down and give yourself permission to dream. I want you to cast a vision, start showing up as the person you need to be to make that vision a reality, make deposits every single day in making that your reality, set short-term goals on the path to that, and speak it into existence. Those are the five things I need you to do today because my reassurance for you with this pep talk is that I know that you've heard a lot of lies and you've had a lot of people and platforms and things tell you in today's society that you have to be a certain thing as a mom. My reassurance is you don't have to be anything that anyone tells you to be when it comes to motherhood and when it comes to your life. Not your family, not society, not social media, not your friends. You don't have to be anything and you don't have to just be a mom either. But in order to change any of that, you do have to be a dreamer. And I'm giving you permission today on the MWO podcast to dream big. Dream up a life that you know both you and your children deserve and make it freaking happen. I know it sounds crazy. It probably feels crazy for you to even imagine a certain kind of life for yourself, but I believe that you can make it happen. I'll be the one person before you even believe you can make it happen. Just keep listening to the Moms Working Overtime podcast. I have this insane skill of making people believe in themselves (laughs) before they even really believe in themselves. I believe in you, and until you believe in you, I'll keep doing that. Mama, I promise you're doing such an amazing job. Keep coming back, keep dreaming, and let's make it a reality. We'll talk soon.
If you loved this episode of Moms Working Overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.